Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome from West London. It's a bit overcast, but beautifully warm. Bank holiday weekend. Amanda and I will be with you again on Tuesday, uh, nine o'clock. But of course, on Sunday, Sunday, two p.m. Yep, Sunday, two p.m. We'll be doing something similar there, live with Colin and Amanda in West London. So, thank you very much for joining us today. We've got uh, a lot of enthusiasm about these mornings. Um, people, uh, more and more people are joining us and more and more people are appreciating that the Holy Spirit is taking us deeper. It's going to say different direction, but I don't think no. there's a different direction. The Holy Spirit always takes us deeper and deeper into uh, deeper and deeper into uh, 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 Jesus and, and more and more closer, closer to him. So there's never a change of direction. So what do you think about that, Amanda? Yes, I think we all need to go deeper in the Lord, especially, well, especially any time, but especially at the moment. We need to find our peace in God. As so many people are suffering anxiety and depression with all this lockdown, the restrictions, it is affecting many people in, from the point of view of anxiety, depression, concerns. So I think we need to find our peace in Jesus in order to overcome the situation we find ourselves in, in these days. Yeah. And also, we're not just looking to survive. No, we're looking to grow and thrive. And thrive, yes. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> just by the way, Amanda and I, we've been in touch with some of our friends, international ministers, um, Dr. Michael Youssef, Cindy Jacobs. Um, Suzette Hatting, um, Duncan, Malcolm Duncan, uh, not so international, across the pond. Um, yeah, uh, Joel Gregory. A few others, yes, whom we contacted, and they are delighted to minister to Kensington Temple. They're all friends of Kensington Temple, so they're delighted to come and minister, not physically, minister on this virtual ministry that we have. Yeah, so you see, uh, we've got... A load of people now, they're all in the same situation. We're all ministering from lockdown. Some of the United States of America a little bit re released, a little bit more than we are at the moment. And uh, we will, uh, the lockdown will, will decrease bit by bit. But it's going to be some time before we step out of live streaming as the main way of communicating to you. And what is so wonderful is our technical team have done a great job here. We have cleaned the setup a little bit here just made it a little less busy um, and hope you like the the simpler look uh, not Tidier so <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> Tidier. not so busy busy here but anyway uh, all those are fine details the very fact that we can talk to you um, every morning and Sundays and, and Wednesday evenings and throughout the week is amazing so we need to hold together with the focus on this as one of the major ways that we're going to uh, communicate with you. I nearly said do church, but you know, to conduct our services and to communicate to our members. And so Amanda and I, we're going to stay here and, and continue to do this. But I want you also to realize that the cell leadership is the key pastoral networking. It's the key pastoral networking. In other words, uh, this is where the cell ministry comes into its own where we can't gather in big meetings. and But the cell meetings are not about big meetings. They're about connecting daily uh, with one another. Of course, we can't even gather in small groups. No, but they've, the cell ministry has been amazing. 
because all the cell leaders have maintained their regular cells on a weekly basis, same time, just a different venue, but they've maintained their weekly gathering as well as all the intercommunication during the week, but they've maintained that group meeting on virtual um, Zoom yeah. weekly, which is good to stick to a routine. Yeah. So what I said at the very beginning, what you should do is if you were a nine o'clocker, stay with the nine o'clock. If you're 11 o'clock, stay with 11 o'clock, 2.30, 5.30, yeah, and a few more people need to return back to 5.30. I know some of you are having tea, but anyway, KTTV is, is there for you. We try and put as much of significance on later so you can watch it on demand. And as well as staying to all your regular services, join any other service. Feel free to join in anything that's happening all day Sunday and any day during the week. Yep. Especially Wednesday evening. Yes, prayer uh, meeting. The prayer meeting was fantastic prayer <clears> meeting, <throat> not just because we had uh, a good time and the Holy Spirit was with us and we've, everybody was saying they felt the Holy Spirit's presence everywhere, right wherever they were, but also we were doing a little, a slightly different way of presenting. We had the live stream as usual that we have now and then we have, of course, and then on Facebook and on uh, YouTube, but then we also did a Zoom a Zoom with, uh, with a live audience. Uh, yeah, the Zoom room, a live audience as well. And, and that was just representative of all the people watching. So didn't have all the hundreds and hundreds of people watching on the Zoom. But then we could get more participation and, and we get a stronger feel that, that, that this is not just Colin and Amanda on the set or, or Jean Erst beaming in some worship or Fabio bringing some presentations. It's about us together meeting together. So on Sunday, we're going to be doing the same thing. Just to let you know that if you want to join us, we're going to be meeting at 8.20 um, on the Zoom and have some pre-service prayer together. And then we'll keep that Zoom room open in between the services and then for up until 1.30 after the 11 o'clock. So what that means is that, you know, if you're coming to the church building for a church service, some come early, I could name you, I could tell you where you sit <laughs> everywhere, and some come very early on Sunday morning and, and then stay behind in between the services and after the services. They go downstairs for a cup of coffee, uh, often we'd have lunch together. So it really is an, a whole morning of fellowship. But we get cut off if, if we just have the live stream and then after the live stream we say goodbye, we say the grace and go then you, you're, you're cut off. But now we can go into a Zoom room together and you can just say hi to people and just catch some familiar faces and you can uh, also... Have you a virtual cup of coffee? A virtual cup of coffee. Together. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll have a real cup of coffee, but it just won't be the same coffee we're drinking. All right. And so, uh, so we're going to try to make sure that in this next phase of the lockdown that we will focus on fellowship, interaction and, um, you know, feedback, live mm. feedback mm. from one another. Now, also what we're seeking to do is during this time to, to move forward, to gain territory. We don't want to hold back and just say, well, let's wait until the lockdown ends. And we don't know when that's going to be. And certainly everybody that I'm in touch with is saying things like it, it's going to be a long time before we could get loads of people back into the church building. Mm -hmm. 20 people maybe, do a service for 20 people. How many services on a Sunday would we have to do to get everybody in, in 20? Several. Yeah, a lot, a lot. 
uh, and then maybe they'll extend that to 50, depending on how we can demonstrate single file, one-way traffic, uh, two-meter space as you line up for the loo, all those kind of things. But anyway, it'll be quite some time before we could just open the doors and say, come on, everybody, back to normal. And maybe the normal will be new. They're talking about the new normal. But a friend of mine said, don't talk about normal. Don't even talk about the new normal. Talk about Jesus. He was anything but normal. And the Holy Spirit is faster than anybody. Yes. And so if we stay in tune to the Holy Spirit, we can be ahead of the game. Anyway, the main point is we're trying to, I'm trying to communicate. We want to grow. So we're training. Last night was my first training session with the new uh, trainee cell leaders. And um, we, we have something like 60 or more people who have formally registered to train or to retrain. And more are coming in. More are coming in. I, I believe we could plant 120 cells between now and Christmas. Oh, I reckon we can. Now, it's going to get harder if I keep saying that, you know, June, July, August, September, October, November, we can plant 120 cells by Christmas. It'll get harder and harder. So let's believe it now. We're coming towards the end of May. Believe it now and pray into it so we can see growth. That is the major area that I want us to pray into this morning. Now, before we go any further, and Amanda, I know you were covering this a little bit uh, earlier. Um, and, uh, oh, well, but we'll get back to some. I just wanted a couple. Of, I'm looking for mm -hmm. one or two I wanted to read because there's, I want to really bear witness to what somebody, somebody said uh, thank you, pastors, for your continued ministry and your staying power. <laughs> Do you know what? We have to stay. We're at home. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? Yeah, that, know. Thank you. Whoever wrote that in, thank you. It was the same person that recognized my Kenya colors yesterday. Jambusana Barigani. Mungu Akubariki Kabisa. Now, uh, but this is, this is so, so appreciative. Thank you. Uh, your staying power. And you know, yes... It's the Holy Spirit, mm. but it requires Amanda and I to be up pretty early in the morning doing loads of other things and to be ready in the Spirit so we don't step out of the Spirit. <laughs> to be in the Spirit. And yes, but yes, and we are feeling it. I must be honest with you. We need your prayers because to stay focused, all right, and to stay strong. And so we're just asking for prayer, and you are praying. But we do appreciate that you see that we are really applying ourselves to the, to the ministry in the Holy Spirit and to you. And it's not, and it's just a bit more than that. It's not just maintaining. And I'm coming to the other message in a moment. Okay. All right, okay. Uh, we really appreciate you and keep you in prayer. Please pray for, for, for peace at home. My neighbors have been maliciously noisy, and it's very disconcerting, given I'm spending all my time at home. Thank you. That is one of the disadvantages of lockdown. You are locked into whoever's living above you, alongside you, across the corridor, uh, next door, and um, and and it can be there can be there can be, can be a nuisance. Mm. Let's let's pray for extra special tolerance and an ability not to hear, an ability to rise above. Is that a good prayer? Ability to hear, but to rise above it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Father, we do ask for that. We pray for this dear person. And we pray that you'd give them grace to stand all the little idiosyncrasies, all the irritations that, that come uh, during lockdown. And we pray that you would give us grace and patience mm. to rise above these things in your holy presence. Amen and amen. Okay. Um, now, 
just give me a moment. I want to find this one. Um, uh, would you would you like to say something while I while I find this? Mm -hmm. So we well, there's a prayer request from I can't quite remember the name now. I think it's Luke. Looked as, I can't remember, it's a Colum uh, Spanish, yeah. Spanish name. Colombia. Yeah, it's from and, the yeah. sisters living the sisters, in Colombia, yes. She lives in Colombia, and her sister has requested prayer because apparently in Colombia, as they're coming off the metro and everything, they're testing everyone for temperatures with an electronic thing, presumably thermometer. And uh, this sister has developed uh, severe headaches, and she believes it's something to do with that. And uh, I've forgotten there was something else. And her sister is asking us to pray for her. So, Father, we just lift this lady before you right now. Lord God, we can't, I, we don't know her name, actually. But, Father, you do. And we just lift her before yes, you Luz, right now. Yes, Luz, Luz, Luz Delia. Luz Delia. We lift her before you right now, Father. And we ask in the name of Jesus that you would draw close to her, Father God. And, Father, I pray that you would just give her peace of mind at this time, Lord God, that her imaginations would not run crazy with her about testing or anything to do with this, Lord, and that you would just take away the pain. But Father, just give her peace in her heart right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, I found the little testimony and I wanted to share this. Praying for the spirit of unity. This came in yesterday. Praying for the spirit of unity through the bond of peace. We are of one spirit. Yes. And one body. With whom? With, With the Christ. Lord. Mm. As you both rightly prayed, we need to forego our own material earth-based agendas and truly have the Lord's heart for each other and the lost. Now, this is what I wanted to feed back to you who sent this message in. And thank you for this, because this little word that you passed on has meant a lot to me. And... Um, we touched on it briefly yesterday, Amanda and I, but we have not spent a lot of time reflecting on this in particular, this message, although what this message is about, yes, we've, we've talked, talked about. a great deal about that. So a couple of months back, I had a very strong impression the Lord was pouring out a fresh anointing on your ministry. And they are ministering to us. They are giving a word of encouragement to us. But I want you to understand that if there is a fresh anointing or on our ministry, it is also a fresh anointing on Kensington Temple's ministry. And this is what we have sensed. And the lockdown has triggered a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff. Um, first of all, the international ministry, which I had been focusing on, and you all know that that's where I felt the Lord was leading me. And in some time in this year, I was expecting to do that more or less full time, remain part of KT, but hand over the pastoral, pastorate to, to somebody else. And all those plans are on hold. But I think somehow God has been in it because my focus has been 100% on Britain, UK, KT. And it's always been that when I travel, I'm always focused on KT, in touch with the office every day, coming back for every Sunday that I can and ministering uh, as the senior leader throughout all that time. But there's, this has given me a, a fresh opportunity to, to hear the Holy Spirit for what he's saying to us as a church and the ministry that God is pouring out upon us. So I really appreciate 
uh, you uh, uh, sharing what you shared. Then it says one can see it manifesting. Your leadership at this time in the body of Christ is so important to seeing a significant move in the supernatural manifestation of the things of God. We'll keep you in the forefront of our prayers during this time. Thank you, thank you very much for that. And this is exactly, it was almost like taking the words out of my mouth because this last week and into this week, I have just been seeing so many supernatural manifestations, miracles, signs and wonders, prophetic uh, uh, um, um, revelations, which, which are increasing and soon they're going to be manifesting in the public realm. Mm. And so a fresh move of God's spirit in the miraculous for evangelism, for the upbuilding of the body of Christ and for fresh direction. And, and that's why I am calling people into repentance. So don't get annoyed when people talk about repentance. You know, I, I, I sometimes I get very annoyed when people say, oh, the problem with the pastors is they need to repent. The problem with the leaders is they need to repent. The problem with the church is it needs to repent. And you sit there saying, pastors, okay, yeah, sure, we need to repent. Leaders, yeah, church, yeah. Then the next day, the problem with the pastors, they need to repent. And the leaders. So these people are just saying truisms. They never say of uh, who has to repent of what and for how long. And I think that we need, to, we, need to sh we need to just wise up a bit and sharpen our understanding. Let me tell you about repentance. Repentance began the day you met Jesus. Because you were in this direction. Excuse me, darling. This is the past. <laughs> All right. Or maybe I should just turn around and turn do it around. in a way that's a little more complimentary to my wife. So this is before you. This is the past. This is where you're coming from. And then when you met Jesus, he, he was there. He was in the opposite direction. And you turned around and met Jesus, right? 100 turn. <laughs> turn around. And the past is behind you. Now, as long as you're following Jesus, see, that's repentance. It's a, it's a turn, it's a change of mind and heart leading to a whole turnaround of life. And so then, as long as you're following Jesus, you are believing and you're going forward. If you're going forward in Jesus, what are you leaving behind you? Your past life. It's so repentance is a daily walk. Mm -hmm. Now, there are times when we, we realize, do you know, there's something in my life that I need to turn away from in a new and a fresh way and to turn to Jesus. So turning to Jesus means you're turning from that, that old stuff, mm. that, that sin. Mm -hmm. That's repentance. So d don't be offended if we say we, we need to walk in repentance. Walking with Jesus is walking in repentance. repentance. The Bible says, how can two walk together unless, unless they be they agreed? agreed? All right. So, uh, so there's all of that. And so before we finish, I'm going to at least pray some strong prayers into this whole direction of the new move of God, of the revival that's going on in our hearts, the restoration that's going on in our churches, the new things that God is birthing. And often that will be birthed through travail. Remember, we've been talking yes. a lot about that. And this is the unpalatable thing. This is the thing we shrink from. Just as Jesus, in his humanity, shrank from the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, look, if there's any other way, Take this cup from me, and that it nevertheless your will be done. Now then, he surrendered to the will of God. And so in a tiny, tiny way, micro, 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 micro way, it's a very tiny, microscopic um, Gethsemane when you go into that, into that uh, um, uh, travail. 
And Jesus sweat great drops of blood. He was in travail there. And we enter into a little bit of that travail, not to achieve something extra, not to add to the work of Jesus on the cross, but to birth the new creation realities that come from the cross of Jesus Christ. And that is what Romans 8 is all about. Oh, we've got so much to talk about. We'll come back to that one one day. So just to say that uh, turning afresh to the Lord um, and sometimes being prepared to lament. And by the way, somebody was explaining Lamentations chapter 3 when they said, when they said the other day, uh, have I spoken on it? I said, I spoke on it this morning or, uh, or yesterday. What they meant was, to, would I consider bringing a full message on that on a Sunday in the, in, in the church to develop that further? Yep, I'm, I will certainly consider doing that. It's a very significant message. Anyway, so that is where, where we're heading this morning. And I know they've been putting it on the screen for you while I've been speaking. But just to remind you that the link for this mobile phone, which is to do with texts and WhatsApp messages, 07570261697. You're not receiving phone calls or voice messages there, just texts and WhatsApp. If you wish to talk to somebody, then there is 020-7908-1700. 02079081700. That is actually the pastoral care hotline. Um, now, I'm going to read to you, and then we're going to maybe you like to start to just check on some of those requests that are coming in and ones that you saw earlier. Now, today is, by the way, it is Friday the 22nd of May. So let's do a check on that. Have I got the date right? Yep, I hope so. So the 22nd of May, 1 Samuel 20, Lamentations 5, Psalm 36, and 1 Corinthians 2. 1 Samuel 20, Lamentations 5, Psalm 36, 1 Corinthians 2. Have you got uh, any coming up? Yes, Nicola would like prayer. Uh, she has got three submissions due on Sunday, so she's asking for prayer for that. Um, yeah. Nicole, actually. She's a student, yeah. Um, you know, we got a message. Rodell, um, who's in, in one, one of my primaries, uh, a Filipino guy, said uh, a couple of days ago, sent a message, please pray for students so we can pray for Nicole. And a lot of people now are coming to exam time and how do they do it in lock, lockdown? Mm, that's the main one. Okay, so would you like to pray? Yes, Father, we just uh, lift Nicole before you this morning and we ask, Lord God, that you would just sharpen her mind, that you would give her the focus and the attention that she needs, Lord God, to do these submissions. It's Friday, so the days are short by Sunday. Father, I pray that she's already almost there. So I pray, Father, that you would keep her focused and just give her the strength and the ability to submit by Sunday in Jesus' name. And we ask, Father, for all the students who are struggling. We ask for parents who are struggling doing homeschooling. We ask for uh, school kids who are struggling, torn between needing to go back to school and, and not maybe being able to go back to school. Uh, maybe not wanting to go back to school. We pray for them. We pray, Father, they'd have a mind and a heart to study and they would have be kept at peace and that you would supernaturally undertake for them and for head teachers. We pray all those in the education system, our own head teachers who are cell leaders and cell members and 
and school teachers and all those who are involved in education. And we pray, Father, that the great wisdom will be given to the head teachers and those who are involved in the decision-making process of bringing students back and pupils back into school. I just want to say that all the families that I've spoken to who have children who are in active education at whatever stage, they're all full of praise for the teachers who are daily, weekly, submitting work, offering help. So we just really appreciate that. Yeah. They're working hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what has happened. But we're still holding together. We're still pulling together. We're still believing God for great things to come out of this lockdown. And I just want to say one thing, applicable or otherwise. If there's anyone listening who's got spare IT, a spare computer, or something that they're not using, find out if there's someone in your neighborhood, a child, who is struggling to do homework because they don't have that piece of equipment. Just think if you've got something tucked away in the cupboard, you don't need it, you're not using it, it's an older model or something. If you know someone or someone in the neighborhood, please share, share that with them so they can get on with their schoolwork. Okay. Thank you. All right, let's have a Bible reading, and then I'll pray as we come to an end. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I, that's Paul, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. Just, boy, just, it's powerful. Mm. I don't hear many preachers standing up and admitting that. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. Some of the faith teachers would say, Paul, what's the matter with you? Where's your faith? Weakness? No. We're strong in the Lord. Fear. Perfect love cast that out, Paul. Haven't you read Apostle John? No, no, no. But this is, this is, this is, this is crucial. You know, we're talking about leadership. We're talking about Christian life and living. <laughs> if, you, if, you have not, if you aren't here, in this verse 3, if you don't live here, you're never going to know the power of God. In other words, Paul says, I was with you in weakness. He was a strong man, strong personality. He, he had a very zealous spirit. Remember, when yes. he was convinced that the Christians were wrong, he was um, persecuting them, getting them to prison, mm. and even cost them their lives. Yes. Well, this guy's not a weak man, but what he's saying is there's this, Inner of myself, I cannot do the work of God. I cannot perform the deeds of God. Only God can do the work of God. And when we are called to do the works of God, it is only by his power and his enabling. So we begin today, Lord, recognizing our weakness, fear, yes, and trembling, what are we fearful of? What are we trembling about? Not the circumstances of our lives. We're not fearing the outside world. 
But we are fearing the possibility that we would tread in the wrong direction. That we would take a step outside of the will of God. That we would be led more by our own ideas, thoughts, experiences than by the Holy Spirit. So, Father, help us to live like Paul lived. Verse 4, and my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power, that so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, it was two days or so ago when we lost uh, Ravi Zacharias. Ravi Zacharias is one of the foremost uh, apologists of our age. Uh, he, an Asian man, uh, lived uh, uh, well, wherever it is, North, North America, yes. Uh, I forget it was Canada, Canada or, 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 or America. But anyway, powerful. And, 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 and so that reminds us that we, we do need to be ready to give the reasons to others for the hope that is in us. And to, so our faith is reasonable. And if somebody says, you believe in God, well, that's ridiculous. Well, you need to have an answer. But, but, but the answers that satisfy people are not just the intellectual answers, but it's the persuasion of the Holy Spirit. And so we don't rest in arguments. And here, uh, Paul is speaking in the Greek context, and there was made a lot of store, paid, played a lot of emphasis on things like rhetoric um, and uh, per, per, persuasion and, and human methods of oratory. Um, and Paul said, I, I, didn't, I didn't preach like that. I didn't preach like I was some Greek philosophical orator. I, I didn't preach as if I was some master rhetorician. I just shared Jesus. I, I just spoke the truth openly and plainly. And, and that's the power of God. And so he says, um, this was in the demonstration of the spirit and power so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And then he goes on to say, yes, but of course we do amongst the, the mature impart a spirit of wisdom. And that's the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. goes on that wonderful passage, eyes not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. And it's into the deeper things of the Spirit that we are going to go. So let's stay just a few more moments. I know we're running a little late. Let's stay a few more moments and let's pray uh, into this uh, and stir up our hearts as we go into the rest of the day. And by the way, I'm sure there's some of you downloading this later who, who went and saw it online and, and following. And we're just trying to make sure that these early mornings are put up as soon as possible onto the uh, uh, KTTV media player so that you can, uh, people can watch it later on in the day as more and more people now are going out to work first thing in the morning. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for the demonstration of the power of God. As we were saying, Lord, and hearing from your word, you alone can open the eyes of the blind. You alone can shine in the light of your revelation and truth. And we pray, Father, that there would be a spirit of wisdom and revelation from your Holy Spirit upon your people at this time. And we pray that you'd stir our hearts up in such a way 
way that it's new and fresh, that the new spirit of intercession, a new spirit of lamentation, a new spirit of travail, and a new spirit of breakthrough. And Father, that our sensual mindset will be removed in place of a spiritual mind, that we would be hearing more from the Holy Spirit than we do from the BBC or any other media outlet, that we'll be hearing more from the Holy Spirit than we would from people who, have, who are, consider themselves to be experts in human nature and, and human opinion. We thank you, Father, for science and all the good things that come to us. But, Lord, we want to hear from heaven in these days. And so, Father, I pray for the anointing of your Holy Spirit to touch every life and person now under the sound of my voice. Fill us afresh with yes, your Spirit, Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. Send us out in today as, as soldiers on the march to victory. And we pray, Father, you'd stir up our hearts for intercession and stir up our hearts for love for the lost. And we pray that we would see growth during this lockdown. We pray, Father, that we would see new cells form. We do pray for 120 cells to be planted. And we are going to grow in these things, Father. So stir up the spirit of leadership amongst your people, Father. And grant that people would be willing on the day of your power. Not just the leaders would be willing, but more people would come to submit themselves into the school of leadership. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. Amen Amen. and Amen. amen.